What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? John on here with you. It is Saturday, October 7, 2023. How is everybody doing out there today? I am a little bit under the weather, but I seem to be doing much better than I was over the last few days. Even the last time I did the broadcast with Alec when we did some wild card baseball in between Texas and Tampa. So, week five, I was seven and eight last week. Not good. 29 and 31 to date. So, I'm just a couple games underneath 500. I said last week, let's try to get back into it. Then I kind of hovered around the same thing, and that's kind of where I've been all year. I'm looking at my league as far as where I'm at, and I'm already pretty much down. If you're a few games above 500, you have a chance, but right now, not looking so hot for me. So, we'll see if we can turn that around. The one thing I don't feel confident on, when you go into the morning side, you have to call those games in London, England, and that's what we got. Buffalo is technically designated as the home team, but this game's played bright and early. Buffalo has to cover 5.5 against Jacksonville. Now, Buffalo was able to do some damage against the Miami Dolphins. I took Miami last week because I said they're riding hot, they're playing well with the points, and Buffalo said, not so fast, and they pretty much took care of them. The way Jacksonville's been, I feel like Buffalo should be able to do it, but it's a wonky London game. Those go completely one way or the other. So just to let you know, currently it's still 5.5 for Jacksonville. I'm just going to take Buffalo and try to you know think about the normal rules, but these games are the ones you want to stay far away from. So Houston, man, they've been hot of late. They've won a couple games. They're having, they're getting one and a half on the road against Atlanta. And, uh, you know, Atlanta can be one of those situations with Desmond Ritter. Look, I get it, but C.J. Stroud is starting to play pretty good. And uh, Houston, I'm going to give them as good a chance as any. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and take the Texans. Give me the point and a half that I also get, and I'll take Houston. Detroit and Carolina. I fully admitted to you, if it wasn't for a couple Thursday games, I'd probably be 0-4 picking the Lions this year. Am I going to go 0-5? I'm taking the Lions against Carolina. Even though there's no Amon-Ra and there's a ton of injuries, even with all that, I'm still seeing Detroit people picking them by 13 or 14. This is 9.5. I expect because I picked them, they're not covering, and Carolina Panthers might outright win this game. But I'll just take Detroit. Everybody says Carolina is really, really bad, and Detroit needs to get it done because going into next week, as we talked about, the schedule starts to get a lot tougher. So this is the must-win situation where you can go 4-1 and one before you get into the difficult part of your schedule, probably the most difficult part of the year for the Lions fans' side of it. Indianapolis and Tennessee are at Lucas Oil Stadium. Tennessee gets 1.5 on the road. I know Jonathan Taylor might be making his return. That's kind of moved the money line a little bit. That's why Tennessee is getting one and a half. But Tennessee, again, hot and cold the way it's been. And Anthony Richardson had a decent game last time, but I still lost taking the Colts. I'm just going to go ahead and bounce back and take Tennessee and let the chips fall where they may and get the point and a half. Miami and the Giants. Giants have to go on the road at... Uh, Hard Rock Stadium, if it's still called that, as they're taking on Miami and Josh McDaniel, it's 11.5. So look, I know last week you can penalize Miami for losing to Buffalo, I get it. I'm not going to do too much of that on this side. It's the Giants. They look like worm food at this point. And um, what was it for Daniel Jones? Did he get sacked, what, seven, eight times last week? I'm sure he's still feeling the effects 
from the game on the Monday night side. So give me the Dolphins. They need to be able to cover this comfortably 11.5, and, and I think that they will. New England and New Orleans. Oh, my God. That one is in Gillette. It's 1.5 for New Orleans. Do I really have to pick this game? Please stay away from this game. New Orleans has the better defense. That's what we can say. And Mac Jones, I guess, supposedly throwing the ball 25 yards or more down the field this year. He's over. So that leads me to believe that you're not going to be able to throw on that defense. You can stop the run. you got Marshawn Lattimore on top of it. It's going to be an ugly game across the board, but New Orleans also getting a point and a half. I know it's in Gillette, but I'm just going to take the New Orleans Saints. Baltimore and Pittsburgh at Heinz. Baltimore has to cover four and a half. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett's going to play. I don't know if that moves the line for some of you on that side. I still think it's six now. It's only four and a half for me. So I'm just taking Baltimore. I know the two teams hate each other, and there's a good divisional rivalry there. And uh, it could be fun on that side, but it's going to be ugly enough to where I'll still take Baltimore. I think they'll cover with the four and a half, and I'll be okay on this one. Cincinnati and Arizona. Can I tell you, honestly, on this one, with the way Joe Burrow has been with the calf, and again, I understand he had to bounce back from the injury very, very quickly, and Cincinnati's Super Bowl hopes likely already this year has gone up in flames. But can I tell you, honestly, I don't even know which way to go on this one. I think Arizona can outright win this game. They're at home, and it's 3.5. So I'm just going to take the Cardinals. I know that's probably goofy, but I'm going to go ahead with that one and see what happens. Philadelphia and the Rams. So... Last week I got burned and Philadelphia didn't cover. So because of that, I said I was going to roll with Philadelphia until they didn't cover anymore. Well, now the L.A. Rams, they got some help. Cooper Cup's going to be coming back with Puka Nakua on that side. And he's still got the Rams in the defense. And Matthew Stafford can do enough. Four and a half seems like a lot for the Rams to get. And they're at home. I know Philadelphia is probably going to bounce back and take the win, and I'll probably lose the game outright, but I'll just take the 4.5 points and take the Rams, see if they keep it close. Denver and the Jets. Denver at home. So I know Denver gets a win against the Bears, but then all of a sudden, does that make them favored? I guess it does. They're 2.5 point favorites against the Jets at home. Why? Give me the Jets. I get 2.5 points as well. Kansas City and Minnesota. I guess I should say that I'm a little bit steamy as far as what I think for Kansas City. I understand nobody cares about the betting lines. And if you're Patrick Mahomes, all you got to do is slide down to avoid injury. But sliding down and not getting a touchdown is what cost me points last week. But I know nobody cares about that. So it's about getting the wins. Kansas City, 5.5 against Minnesota. Minnesota can run pretty nice as far as Kirk Cousins and Addison and T.J. Hawkinson and some other things that they have on there. Justin Jefferson, I get it. They can score some points. Kansas City's look pretty good of late. They find a way to win it against a very tough Jets defense. Minnesota doesn't provide that same type of challenge on the defensive end. Offensively, it could be a little bit of a shootout, but defensively, not so much as comparison to the Jets. Just give me Kansas City. I know it's the road, but... Minnesota really needs this game. They'll probably cover. Maybe they could. I'll still take the Chiefs. I'm glad this is the Sunday night game because the Monday night game is not going to leave me much. At least I don't think so on that side. But the Sunday night game, San Francisco at home taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys getting three and a half. I'll be honest with you. 
from the playoff game last year. I understand what happens with Dallas in the playoffs, but I was kind of thinking in this regular season game, I'll take the three and a half. And the line kind of seems pretty close for what people think. San Francisco by four, by five. They got, you know, Dallas maybe by three on a couple of those, keeping it very, very close. I don't think this is going to be a field goal game, a three and a half point game, so I think I'll be okay regardless of the side that I take. I think it's going to be four or more. Man, I really want to take Dallas. I'm going to be honest with you, but I'm going to roll with the 49ers because I just know what they got on the other side in between Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy can do enough. But, man, if Dallas gets this game, this is something that they're going to want in their back pocket because they might see the 49ers again in the postseason. This should be a lot of fun to watch. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled between Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth on the Sunday side. And I'm glad that we finally get a good Sunday night game for once. I know a lot of people that like football and fall more than I do will say, John, that's not a nice thing to say. But some of these games have been slim pickings. But this Sunday night game has been uh, appointment television now. And for the Monday night game that I don't think is appointment television, it's Green Bay and Las Vegas, but we still got to make the pick. Las Vegas getting two and a half points. A lot of people are telling me that I should be taking Green Bay on the other side and Jordan Love, and it's going to be at least three points. And, man, I mean, I can see Jordan Love. He'd be the first Green Bay quarterback, what did it say, since 1940 to get a touchdown in each one of his games. So, like, that's a good stat. But what's the score line going to be? Because most people seem to think that it's going to be like, I don't know, 17, 14, 20, 17, something like that. It's going to be ugly, low scoring, two and a half. I guess if it was three and a half, I'd take Vegas. I'm just going to go ahead and take Green Bay. I don't want to, but that's what I'm rolling with this week. Oh, and by the way. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there as far as the scheduling side and also talk about something really quick. So NHL 24 has released. Did get a chance to get my hands on it yesterday. Club play was as I expected, like I told you, between the beta from 22 and 23. So I can do okay, but you need some other teammates to roll around with and not everybody else has the PS5 side of it yet or if people think they're better than they are. You're going to get a reality check on that end. It's tough on that end. Can't snipe and score goals like we said before. And people say glitch goals. But it's it's not even about that. You have to be able to power your way to the net. And now they have new builds on the side of it. Well, I don't know if they're one-time things or monthly things where they get super boosted in certain areas. Yeah, I didn't like the arcade side of it. But the NHL side of the game, even though you're still dealing with the same type of bots... Is kind of nice on that and because you get to play with the actual rosters so I do enjoy that part of it club play yeah that's only with your mates and all that but it still plays the way it always does again we badly need a facelift but I'll be rolling with an NHL 24 for the year thank God all the sports game stuff is done because I can't handle any more of this crap because let's be honest most of my friends, that's all they play on that end, on that side, so I'm the one that gets screwed because I'm still waiting for them to build stuff on NBA 2K and rolling around with 70s when I'm the only 90-something getting triple-teamed is not very fun, especially when no one else can score. You can just triple-team me all day long, and it doesn't matter. But for the NHL side, at least it's you don't have to deal with bots and everything, but it is what it is. That's I'll be dealing with Octopath Traveler and all the fun stuff around Christmas time, and I'll feel better. 
But at the end of the day, we're going to go into next week, and we're going to go in with renewed vigor. Because I said, I'm feeling a little bit better, not completely sick. Voices not sound like Tales of the Crypt as much as it did. So here's the deal. For NHL, we're going to open the week on Tuesday. I'm going to have the opener, as I said, in between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken. That one is going to be at T-Mobile Arena in the Vegas Banner Raising Ceremony. I'll have that for you at 10.30 Eastern on ESPN. Wednesday, I'm going to send the message out right now, but Wednesday should be Cooper, Hopkins, and myself. It'll be the Calgary Flames opener with the Winnipeg Jets and the Flames. I'm going to see if he's going to go ahead and take the first and third. I might take the second period on that side. Or if he wants to go the whole way, I'll back him up. So Tuesday, Wednesday, that's all set. Thursday, if we get everything situated, I was going to ask Don Tottingham of the Oakland side, but I know his Atlanta Braves are in the postseason. I don't think he wants to miss that game on the other end against the Phillies. So it might just be me doing the Hulu-only game for the Red Wings and the Devils to open the season. But I'll throw that out there anyway. So Tuesday will be a solo call for Vegas and Seattle at T-Mobile. And then Wednesday be Cooper Hopkins and myself on the side between the Winnipeg Jets and the Calgary Flames. And Thursday, if I can get Don Tottingham on board, if he doesn't have to do double duty on that side in between the Braves and Phillies, it'll be both of us. Or if not, a solo call from me for the Red Wings and the Devils. That'll be a prudential. And then the Red Wings open their season on Saturday. So because I'm still a little bit under the weather, I'm going to be staying inside and not having to do too much as far as traveling. Before we get into the following week, when I get back in with the Water for Sharks and I get back into my own personal business, on top of getting some of the NHL stuff and back on the YouTube side. So it's going to be a fun week. I'll be with you Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Guys, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad that I'm feeling a little better keeping the voice alive. So that way we can keep things going for real. That's why the baseball coverage for both the wild cards, I wanted to do it for both games, but. Man, if Alec wasn't carrying me on both of those, it would have been completely tough. I barely got through the game last week just doing the color side and calling an inning. But at least the voice has gotten a little bit better, and we're going to continue the road to recovery. But as far as the NFL picks, I will see you next Saturday, and I will be back with you on the YouTube side and on the X and Twitter space on Tuesday. See you then. Peace, everybody.